Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello there. Hello, Devin. Hello. What do you got to start us off with today? All right, I got a, a few different mission statements or vision statements from companies, and I want you to see if you can oh. guess what company it is from it. Okay. I, I got Are you going to like, you'll do, I, okay. I'll, I got nine here. I won't, first I'll see if you can just take a guess, because I think they are like the biggest companies. So just kind of think of what the statement is, and then one of the biggest companies that might facilitate that. You, want, you said you want me to take a guess after each one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Be the destination for customers to save money no matter how they want to shop. Uh... Um, is it an online company? No, these are all pretty much, well, brick and mortar or whatever. Kind of some, some, I was that, that like how they want to shop was the, was, was like a clue. I was like, does that mean they want to shop on? Is that like Walmart? That is Walmart. I mean, that's, that was my first thought. Yeah. I mean, how they want to shop. I was like, cool. You know, I thought maybe, okay. Um, to bring inspiration and innovation to every athlete in the world. Mm, Under Armour. Nike, but Nike, good guess. Yeah, that would have been my second yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. To be the world's leading producer and provider of entertainment entertainment and information. Um, entertainment and information. Uh, NPR? I don't think they have a vision board, do they? NPR? Maybe. <laughs> Um, Vi- vision statement brought to you by listeners like you. <laughs> entertainment. I will say they they are buying up all types of IPs like, and, like, and yeah, like Universal or something or uh, with Disney. I mean Disney owns uh, Disney. Like, yeah, they own so much now. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a couple more. Become the world's most loved, most flown, and most profitable airlines. Airline, not plural. Southwest. Southwest, very good. Yeah, I get the heart. Um, Makes sense. To create the most compelling electric car company of the 21st century. Tesla? Yeah, I mean it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, if, I was it's, like, if it's purely an electric car, I mean they got a few more now, like yeah, electric Riv- car company, Rivian yeah, yeah. and, and right. Polestar and some other ones. But yeah, okay. So I was reading these, and it, it's so much because I was also reading companies like um, public statement is we want to do this thing to spread whatever love and joy and experience and you know that type of stuff but then Mm -hmm. reading their brand vision statements it is all it's not really sugar-coated like like starbucks is to establish starbucks as a premier purveyor of the finest coffee in the world we want to be number one we want to make the most money mcdonald's to be the world's (laughs) best quick service restaurant experience i guess a little bit but they're just saying we want the best 
Google yeah. to provide access to the world's information in one click. Visa to be the best way to pay and be paid for everyone everywhere. So these are their real statements, and that makes sense. That's the right, behind yeah. all the BSs. Pretty much everyone's saying we want to be number one in what we do. Right, yeah. That's um, the so, goal. So I, I right. kind of like that over the other thing. So I was thinking those aren't necessarily special. But if you, you were to create a company or whoever, what would be – could you think of like a vision statement or a – like what would be a rule you go by? Like I think famously mm. Google or someone like that, like in their statement said like don't be evil. Like it was kind of funny, right, kind of yeah. cheeky. And then eventually right. they took that away, which is kind of creepy. Like they, <laughs> they left that out of their like top ten things. Don't but, be um, evil. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, what do you think would be a good for for, or like at least a rule a on how your company should be? Okay, yeah, I like the idea of some type of rules, like yeah, be, yeah, I mean, be I like... clear and concise with your um, what would it be? What's another word for being clear about what you want to do with your intentions? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also, like, do no harm. I think that's a really – that's right. one that I kind of think of, you know. I think that's mm-hmm. the whole, like, don't be evil, you know, because <laughs> it's different than do no harm, you know. That's obviously because evil is – who that's – that's uh, depends on, depends on you know, it's yeah. subjective, right, or right. whatever. Um, but do no harm is a – that's an intention thing as well, right? Your intention is to do no harm. So if something that you do is harmful – but the intention is to do no harm. I wonder like what the, how did that, you know, like, right. Like, let's say you're trying to outcompete another competitor. It's right. doing harm to them. If you do better than them, right. If you exactly. offer something better faster. Yeah. Or but, like, you know, if I were to like sneeze and like, you know, I sneeze into my arm, but a little bit like gets through and it hits the a railing and someone touches that and it passes on germs and they get sick, you know, like, <laughs> I might do harm <laughs> inadvertently, but, but, you well, know, you know, every time you walk through the grass, you're going to kill 200 ants. <laughs> right. Exactly. So anytime you're like one yeah. with nature, you're also murdering right. hundreds or, uh, of insects. Yeah. Building rock, uh, sculpture yeah. in the river. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, that, I think that's how I wanted to respond to one of those people who were, you know, one of our, the video that we've got the most negative comments were was right, the rock yeah. bouncing yeah, rock, one. Rock balancing. Um, so, yeah, the, those pipes, I just wanted to say, like, hey, man, have you ever walked through grass? Like, right. What are you talking <laughs> about? Like, yeah, it's just how it is. Like, shut up. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> now I've gotten off on the wrong tangent. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I, I think, think it would, it's a good thing to think about. Yeah, like, I think do no harm is good because that, that doesn't, obviously, you're going to do harm to something but you just have that i think they're good things to have in the back of your head right yeah um like you know leave leave a positive legacy do no harm um right maybe something make make quality like something by example (laughs) yeah you know do unto others as you would have them do to you (laughs) golden rule don't covet your uh, (laughs) your neighbor's neighbor's wife wife. (laughs) (laughs) i've heard these before don't what's the, kill what's the <laughs> yeah right don't use the art of craftsmanship's name his in name vain. in vain <laughs> art of craftsmanship damn it <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> um, that's good though. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought that was I, was I was looking through those. I don't know why I was, but it it was interesting to me. I think that yeah. I mean, I think that's important though, as a you know someone in the maker community, and we have the maker community listening. A lot of people who are listening are people who have either started a company, you know, doing something or, or they, you know, some of their living is made from making or they just do it as a hobby. But, you know, usually as a maker, which is more on the design side of art, you know, you're doing it for a reason to like craft something to give away or make or, or sell. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that's an important thing to think about is like what, what type of, um, what type of maker craftsman, you know, are you what type of like what is that that you're doing and what type of legacy are you leaving behind you know are you someone where if someone you make something and it breaks is that is that your responsibility to fix it or is that the responsibility of the person who made it you know is that wholly solely on them is it something where you know if if you if someone screwed up something you made and they're like well i screwed it up so now what do I do? You know, like, right. are you just like leave them to their own device? You know, go ahead and sorry, it's your own thing. Or, <laughs> or are you someone who's like, okay, send it back. I'll fix it because I know then that you'll pass along that word to someone else that I'm a person who's going to fix it. Right. Is that going to, is that going to spread your company more Yeah. or is it going to hurt you? You know? So I think that's a, it's a pretty uh, important thing to think about. And even if it's not something that's like in the forefront of your mind, it should be something in the back of your mind somewhere. Maybe that's just like us as human beings. Like what type of person are you? I think a lot of people think about that just as in terms of like, what, what is life about? What are you, what are you doing here? And what are you leaving behind? You know, like what's yeah. important? Maybe we need to fashion a, um, a mission statement, a mission statement. <laughs> without a craftsmanship. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, kind of a cool story. When we were starting Baltimore Design School, um, our our mission statement originally was redesigning Baltimore one student at a time. Um, and it got changed to designing Baltimore one student at a time. Because redesigning was more of a like, it was a reacting to something that needed to change, right? It was like something is wrong and we need to change it as opposed to we want to move something forward, right? It's like right. designing is different than redesigning. It's saying like that Baltimore was bad and needed to be redesigned, which right. I, mean, I think obviously no one who came up with that mission statement or how it got pushed through, no one thought about that at first because we're not, it's not, you know, in the forefront of your mind, like, we i we we redesign things all the time you know that's part of part of being a designer is taking something and and redesigning it into its next iteration you know it's better iteration that's part of design but but as a mission statement it was important that they made that change to say yeah. that they're designing baltimore wants to know the right you're not redesigning yeah. the children you're exactly you're inspiring them and, and helping them change in in a different direction right you're not right. like scrapping who they are cuz that's what you want who they are to come out. Exactly. Yeah. Be expressed. So it was kind of a kind of an interesting, you know, change of verbiage just to, mm -hmm. to and it makes you know, once you think about it, it does make a it, it makes a pretty big difference of how you say that. So Yeah. Um redesigning YouTube one video at a time. Oh there <laughs> something's happening. Who knows? <laughs> redesigning Wrangler Star videos one at a time. <laughs> yeah, jeez. I like, we just got our first like 
someone responding to your um, the short that you did just to test. Oh it out. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. goofing around. Someone was like, "I can't believe everyone's going in this direction," and I felt for him there to a degree. But yeah, also he yeah. saw that it was just one thing that like you have to like give it a second. So he's being very um, reactionary, right? Like, right. Yeah, I understand if that's all of a sudden he's seeing that everywhere, which which you kind of are. But yeah. um, and then he was like, "I'm unsubscribing to all of them, and, you know, and this one." Like he made like, yeah, point. right. Like that's anyone who's thing. using shorts, <laughs> I'm I'm unsubscribing. Man. Like making yeah. a big stink, like when you leave, like, yeah. like shut up, like okay, yeah. Like, okay, bye. Like, ya. I mean, I understand, yeah. but why you just, you get us, it's always, you could have been more. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> there was a, um, I was listening to Knife Talk a while back, maybe a couple months ago or so, six months ago. Um, and there was, they were reading a comment from someone who was like upset about something they said on Knife Talk. And they were like, I'm unsubscribing and never listening again, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were like, what? They were like, that's some bullshit. Like, <laughs> all right, if you, you can go, that's fine. But you got to give everything back that you ever learned from us. <laughs> if this one thing is going to, is going to turn you off and you're never going to watch again, then you got to give everything back. All that information, every bit, anything you ever got from us, give it back, take it out, wipe it from your mind. You know, like <laughs> if, if like, it was, it was really funny. They're like, give it back, give it back. I was like, that's pretty good. I like that reaction. Yeah, you know? Back. Yeah. If you're going to leave, then go ahead. You can leave. You just got to give everything back. Like anything you ever got from us, if you're going to be pissed off now and you're going to leave because of one thing, all right, give it all back. Right. <laughs> See you later. And it's, those, <laughs> and it's those type of people have to make it known that they're leaving. Right. And they and those are the same type of people who also would get affected by one thing. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean. Like I was, I was agreeing on everything. And I liked you guys until you did this one thing. Like, Right. Yeah. Okay, like fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you know this one thing about us. It's gonna like change your mind about us completely. And now you're not gonna watch because you don't agree. Well, then right. give everything back. I'll you say. Know? <laughs> I'll say for someone like like Wrangler Star. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've watched a lot more of his videos than I have, but I've also watched mm-hmm. hours and hours, like mm-hmm. just as much of any as any other like show. You know, right? Yeah, I've watched like I would say multiple seasons worth of his stuff for free and it's disappointing that he's mainly doing shorts yeah and but it doesn't matter i'll still watch some of them and then if he comes out with a new video i might check it out like yeah right it doesn't matter it's just yeah like yeah okay one thing i'll say is the kind of annoying is like you know shorts are are also in our subscriptions like it pops up in the subscriptions, it kind of fills that up. So you got to kind of like scroll through a bunch of shorts to then get to a, a real video. Mm-hmm. That's a little annoying, but like maybe, maybe that's, that's not a complaint that you give to the, you know, the makers. That's right. a complaint they, that yeah. you send to YouTube. Be like, yeah. Hey, can you put this in a different category? So we scroll through shorts specifically, yeah. you know, cause otherwise like that's what, that's what Instagram has with reels. Like, I mean, the reels do pop up in the feed, but like, then you can click over into reels and just screw reels. Maybe they have that there too. I don't know. But yeah, I don't, it's just, I don't understand. They want to compete Yeah, and they want to do that. Everyone's trying to be like Instagram or actually they're all trying to be TikTok, like right, the yeah. shortest bits of content and like keeping people hooked every day. But I don't know. Like, they're two different things. I don't know why you're trying to make apple juice into orange juice. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. You, it's it's a longer form thing. YouTube is where you go to. It is like a knowledge 
bank. It is like yeah. the number one library of the world where people go to figure out how to do things. Right. That's yeah. its strength. It's also funny videos, right? Obviously. Right. Because that's yeah. how it kind of started. People doing goofy videos. So mm-hmm. There's also plenty of comedy and podcasts and everything else. But its strength is not short little videos that are um right that don't last like i say i feel like the, it's like a a roller coaster or it's like something driving fast for a second it's like fun but the, right. the memory doesn't you're not going to tell stories like right the time yeah, you exactly. went to hershey park or something i mean maybe you will when you're 12 yeah but that <laughs> that memory of that thing it's just like a, a quick excitement it's a quick dopamine hit right. i don't think it has any lasting like yeah yeah i, I don't know yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not, not. Yeah, it's not what. There's, there's like, it's a different, and it's a different thing, right? Like, yeah, we might, we might remember these little memes that have gotten turned into viral things, you know, like that might t- stand the test of time, but, but only it's just, it's just a meme, you know, it's just so small. Mm-hmm. It's like we remember, um, like, you know, scruff mcgruff the commercial <laughs> you know from when we we're kids like okay well that's you know it's something that our generation will always remember because this little like 30 second commercial stuck it in our head every time but like is that what we want from youtube is to have a little thing that's just stuck in your head this little random thing that maybe gets stuck or you want to have something that can leave a library of knowledge behind you know right, a, a right. catalog of of all this information and all these creators and all this knowledge sharing that has gone around the world that has like opened up this wealth of knowledge, you know, this library of insane amount of skills and things that now we can, you can, we can watch, you know, a, a, how a Japanese, you know, how a guy fixes ceramics in Japan with his son, like, you know, the right, God right. hand, you know, like, Oh man, you never see that, you know, I, like, um, yeah, no, so. I, I, I don't, I'm just, the older I get, the more I say I don't get it, you know? Yeah. It's like a normal thing out of my mouth. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> These kids, I don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick to shift, um, I was watching another NHK documentary, and it was the three days after the tsunami in Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it is intense because they they just compile all the footage luckily i was really like i'm hoping they don't show like people dying right you know what i mean i i don't i don't like to watch that if i can help it because it stays with me too long you know yeah, right <laughs> i think we've talked about that before like some people just be like oh check this out like i remember back in middle school you know you it's like right when viral videos started coming out yeah and geez. someone would show you be like hey check this out and there's just some guy like shooting himself and you're like whoa like yeah, and faces I, of death or whatever. Yes, like, yeah, I, yeah, then I would just think of that for like <laughs> ever. Like I can still see yeah. it in my head. Like I don't want that in my in my brain. But anyway, it's a amazing documentary. The way they yeah. put it together and they go through each day and it's like oh, this was nine a.m. on the day the tsunami hit and there's like guys surfing, you know. Yeah, it just builds and builds and oh my gosh, it's brutal. That's crazy. The footage from those tsunamis just, I mean, people, footage from people up on hills and, you know, like w- watching the town get washed away, full size, two, three story mm. buildings, just all washed into this like muck of like, you know, probably 50 yeah. feet high, just, just debris, debris. Yeah. and black, like, 
Ugh. It's really crazy. It's like some of the craziest stuff I've ever like that. You, if you go and look that stuff up, it's just yeah. some of the wildest stuff. One sec. Yeah, it's go crazy. Out to go. Go on. <laughs> go. Go yeah, I watched. Um, it's funny because um, so we can talk a little bit about this, but I was sick for like a day and a half. <laughs> I had what yeah. I call the, the one day flu. Um, and uh, while I was sick, I was just watching stuff, but I couldn't really focus very well. I was also like sleeping a lot. Um, so I was putting on things that would be easy to watch, but, but I could also like, you know, fall asleep or whatever and it wouldn't bother me like i watched a bunch of sailing videos and stuff like that where it's like <laughs> cool stuff that i'm interested in and it's good background but i but i don't feel like i have to pay attention or i'm gonna you know right. lose it so i watched a um not saying that i didn't wasn't interested in this video but i did a, a um a japanese uh baker it came up and it's this guy who just a you know a bakery up in the hills of japan kind of a younger guy and this is beautiful you know, no, um, dialogue, 20 minute documentary of him just, just going through his process of making this big old batch of dough and then, mm. you know, cutting it up and doing different types of doughs and then cutting them up into, you know, different size loaves of bread and then taking them to market. It's just, it was so simple, but just so nice, you know, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. just these simple things. And I even think like, you know, there's obviously there's an aesthetic, a, a Japanese aesthetic that's very appealing to me, which I always really love, but mm-hmm. You know, I could probably watch that same thing in a normal bakery, right? They come in in the morning. It's really early. They, like, start, you know, making the dough, getting the bread in the ovens, you know, like that whole process is just just interesting to see people go through these, like, cool, really kind of, um, you know, normal processes, but just the the art and what that is, you know, what it can be. It's like, you know, it's it's, like the original... Yeah. Um... Uh, Mr. Rogers, like yeah, yeah, exactly. The crayon factory and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, like the, how it's made, like the original yeah, how it's right, made. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so so great. So yeah, so that's what YouTube is supposed to be, right? How it's made. YouTube right. is what we all loved about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> right. When he go out the door and you go through the town and then you fly <laughs> over and you see a little factory building, you go into the factory. <laughs> And they'd be making crayons or they'd be making, you know, candy canes or something right. like something cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were uh, on Tuesday. Mm. We had gotten about half the bike done the few days before. And then on Tuesday, right. Drew came over and we were all there. Did we talk about the bike? Um, I, I don't know. I think so. Didn't for last podcast. Week? I think yeah. we, when was the last time that we, when did we start with? Drew, I did we start on we Saturday? Started. Yeah, we probably started Saturday, maybe. And then, and then did Saturday and Tuesday. Yeah. Or was it Saturday? Yeah, it had to be. It I had can't to be remember. A day. It was or an evening. Sunday. I think maybe it was a Friday. Oh, maybe or maybe it was, it was Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Whatever. So either way, I think I don't think that we talked about because I think I don't think we had started it by last week. I think we said we were going to work on last it. podcast. Yeah, maybe. We did. Yeah. So so we we. Worked for a couple hours one night, got pretty far along, but also ran into a bunch of snags. Yeah. Um, like, you know, just things that took a lot longer than we thought they would have, like installing the the um, the sprocket on the back wheel. That took a pretty decent amount of time just to kind of get it right and to get the, the coaster brake right, right. on that was and the, off. And, that was one of the yeah. main things as well, getting that coaster. Yeah, it's yeah. like the things you run into when you're first go yeah. at any job. Yeah. 
Like you, learn, I, uh, you learn so much, and then the second <laughs> time you're like twice as fast. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I rewatched the video again on, you know, building it. And they do, they talk about taking the coaster brake off, and then they're like, and remove the dust cover, that little metal piece. Mm. They told you, they'd say to remove it, and they never, they never say put it back. <laughs> that was one yeah. of the things that we ran into. Like we tried to get the dust cover in and then that was like holding things up and things weren't spinning. And, you know, we don't, we don't know, um, coaster brakes well enough to understand all like the mechanics and how it needs to work, you know? So it was like <laughs> just trying to figure that out on the go, which was interesting. So we got that it took a little longer than we thought it was going to. And then we were mounting the engine and, uh, and had to put in an adapter to mount it to the down tube or the, the diagonal tube, whatever that's called. Right. And uh, so we had to to bolt on the adapter, and then the bolts were too long. So I thought I was like I had some more room to go before the bolts would bottom <laughs> out, but it didn't, and I just snapped off the bolt head, of course. And so then we like that's that snapped off inside the engine case, you know, like. Uh, so then we try to drill and remove that with an extractor, and that snaps off. So now we have the <laughs> the uh, bolt and the extractor stuck inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, who yeah. knows if I'll show it or not? I just yeah, it's the main it, thing that's was going to create too much main, like main, yeah. drama. The main yeah. thing was I didn't. I kind of go by a rule if I see it on camera. Something mm-hmm. interesting you do, you break something, go ah oh, shit or, or whatever. Right. Yeah, but if you don't see it, then you got to go back and and talk about it. Of, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right. So anyway, we probably you know won't do that because right. the more interesting thing I, at the end will be, I think, will be seeing it run and then yep. seeing it being next to, um, the Rad Runner, the electric right. bike, and having you guys like race and do stuff and be riding around and you know mount a the GoPro to like you or your chest or helmet or the front right. of the bike and then have drone shots following you guys and slow motion stuff. Like it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be fun to shoot. Yeah. So we, we got, we got done some on the first night, which I think was Friday or something. And then, uh, yeah, it was Friday night. Cause I was going to go to a birthday party on Saturday night. So, which I didn't end up doing. So we shot Friday night last week and then, and then we shot Tuesday. Um, and so, on Tuesday, our, I mean, I guess our goal was to try to get as much, you know, done as possible and then maybe get, try to sh- start it up. You know, it was going to be at night. So we knew we'd have to do like another day of filming to do some daytime stuff, riding it around, whatnot. But, you know, we would have tried to start it up. But when I left work on Tuesday, coming home, it was probably about 3 30 or so. And right before I left work, I had this, they had that feeling of uh, that I was going to vomit. Like, not nausea, but the like extra saliva in your mouth and a little bit of like tingy tingliness and yeah. like you start feeling that and you, you know it's coming, you know. And I was like, Oh, that's really weird. And so I just like drank some water real quick and I had some candy in my desk at work, so I like put I like ate a um a starburst or something and <laughs> and it like went away and it was fine. So I was like, Okay, that's fine. But I still felt a little weird. And so I got home and, and Drew was he was, well, he's well, never too much longer than that. You guys came over and, and I told you both like right away, like I felt really weird. I feel kind of weird now, but I'm not exactly sure, you know? So, so we, we shot for about two hours and, um, got it done. There were, there are a couple more things that I think we do want to do before we actually ride it, which is, uh, put on the chain guard 
and then maybe mount the speedometer. We'll see if we do that, but that'd be kind of nice, you know, cause then we can use that to like, um, show that, you know, footage against, um, against the e-bike or whatever. I don't know how fast we're going to get around the, around my property, but the potential's there. Yeah. Maybe depending if it starts up or not right, right away. You know, yeah, we so do we might want to try to get it started and running before we do the extra stuff, right. just so we know we have enough time to get all the footage of it running and right. You know, we might have yeah. to troubleshoot for a while to get it running right. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe we try that first, and then, uh, and then if we got it running, then we're like, all right, let's put the you know now that it's running, let's put on the speedometer so we can actually see some speed or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. but I do think we should like do the chain guard. That's not going to take very long. We just I just need to cut it and then we can mount it on. So. Do that real quick, and then, uh, yeah, so so I was, uh, so we, we did kind of as much as we could, which was install the uh, the throttle and the clutch um, and the gas tank, and so we got everything, basically everything installed, yeah. except for run, the run chain the guard, and, yeah, we ran all the lines, and yeah, organized everything with zip ties and all, and, and then, man, by the time that, like, we started around 5.30, and by 7.30, I was like, I could, I could really barely do any more. I just felt so crappy, you know, I was like, yeah. we had, we had to just do a final shot of just me being like, all right, there's, you know, we got the lines all set up. Like, I forget whatever, whatever, whatever it was, I said, we did two takes and the second <laughs> one was a struggle, not like to do it, but I was like, no, no, yeah, I was just like leaning on the table just like, <laughs> okay, you know, stand up straight and look normal and try to go through it like I'm normal. And as soon as I'm like, like oh man i just felt so <laughs> crappy and it wasn't like actually i think at that point that was right around that time i had that same like i was gonna throw up feeling mm. again and it happened like right before that i was like Whew. that's when i was like i can't we gotta stop here like i can't go any, any further so uh you guys left i went upstairs i put on a hoodie because I was cold. Like, I took off the jacket, the shirt that I had on, just like that button-up long sleeve, put on my hoodie, um, and then lay down the couch, put all the, co- like, the covers on the couch on me, and just laid there, like, <laughs> cold on the couch. Like, and, uh, and, like, I was just trying to, like, stay kind of awake, you know, because Corinne was, it was only 7.30, and Nicole wasn't home yet, because she, she has, she has school on, uh, on Tuesday night, so she's actually down at College Park, and, so she got home probably around nine thirty or ten or something, and she came in. And I'm just like laying there on the couch, all bundled up, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not." I was like, "Oh man, I felt so crappy." You know, I was like dizzy and achy and crampy, and like, and my and my guts were just bubbling, and like, mm. oh man, it was it was rough. And then like she took my temperature, and I had like a hundred and two point something temperature. Mm-hmm. I was like, no wonder I'm freezing cold. You know, my body's like. Oh man. But yeah. So I just kind of like laid on the couch and I put, that's right. I, when I, I came up and I wanted to put something on, but again, it was the same thing. Like I want to put something on, but I wasn't cause I didn't want to just like lay there in silence, you know? <laughs> so I like wanted to put something on, but I didn't know exactly what to put on. So I put on friends and it was just like episodes of friends <laughs> running, which is perfect. Cause it was just mm-hmm. like kind of that background. I kind of like, you know, I know most of the episodes. So I kind of like kind of half paying attention, half sleeping. And, yeah. and I think by like 10 30 or something, Nicole was like, she, she was home and she was like, all right, you ready for bed? And I was like, yeah. So I just went in and kind of got on the covers and, and, uh, it was pretty cold then, but, you know, when I woke up in the morning, I didn't have a fever anymore. So 
that was better. I was like, okay, whew, yeah. fever's gone. Um, I still, I still called off or like when I went, before I went to bed, I sent an email to my principal and was like, I don't know if I can come in, you know, I'm not going to come in tomorrow. Or I was like, I'm, I was basically like, I have this like fever tonight. I've got, you know, right. I feel really crappy, but if it breaks in the morning and I feel fine, I'll come in, but I'm just giving you a heads up. Like yeah, it probably yeah. won't be there. And, but one of the bigger issues too, is like we have each year we do a portfolio review where we have middle schoolers come and present the portfolios and they're trying to get into our high school. And that was on Wednesday. So it was like we had a half day of school and then there was the portfolio reviews all in the afternoon. And I just like I felt bad because I wanted to be I wanted to go in to help out with that because that's like our students come into our program. And yeah, yeah. so I my my kind of my goal was ideally I'd feel OK enough in the morning to like maybe take some more medicine and sleep in a little bit and then go in a half day and help in the portfolio reviews in the afternoon. And so. I was like really uncomfortable in bed because I was like crampy and achy. And so I got up and sit on the couch and kind of laid down on the couch. And then about 1030 or so I was looking, it's kind of like feeling how I felt, but I was still just like going to the bathroom every 20 minutes to the stove and just like, right. And so I was like, okay, well to, like at 1030 or 11, I was thinking like, okay, well maybe, maybe in an hour or two or something, I'll see how I feel. And then maybe I can drive down to work and help out. And I just like, shortly thereafter fell asleep and woke up at like one forty-five, which would have been like <laughs> everything had already started by that point. And I was like, no, I've... and I was still like, you know, I still felt like, you know, kind of dizzy and just like bubble guts. And yeah. Like, oh. when you're like that bad off, you can know, you yeah. can still maybe, maybe pass along, you know, that could have lasted Ooh, a couple yeah, days. So you exactly. Just, they don't, yeah. by then they, they don't want you, even want you around. So it's... No. Yeah. And my, my co, my, my co-teacher, she she's pregnant right now so it's not like mm -hmm. so i wasn't like if i had any symptoms i wasn't gonna go in you mm -hmm. know like mm -hmm. i i felt i felt bad that's why i was like really gonna really self-assess because if it was like a normal day i would have been like okay i'm just gonna take the day off it's no big deal you know mm -hmm. but because it was that specifically i was like well i really need to kind of self-assess and see like if i can go in to help out in the afternoon but again i wasn't on an, if it was just me if it wasn't her there i may have tried to like just you know tough it out and go in but because I knew she was there as well and she's, yeah. you know, pregnant and, and I don't mm -hmm. want to pass that along if I don't have to. So, so yeah, you but, fought the old, the, yeah, the one day flu, man, it was rough though for that, that evening. The, the next day, I mean, I was even like throughout the day, a couple of times I was like, yeah, maybe I feel good enough to like go down the shop and do something like, you know, just do something around the house since I'm home. Like, yeah. and now I just literally just laid on the couch all day and slept, slept most of the day and, <laughs> It's probably beneficial because then by the time I went to bed, I felt fine. You know, I felt mostly fine. I was still a little bit like crampy in my like in my abs and stuff. You know, all around like that area, like it was just kind of weird. And so, yeah. but yeah, I woke up this morning and was basically fine. So I went into work. Everyone's like, "You're here today," <laughs> and you had like the flu yesterday. I was like, "Yeah, well, I had like I called it the one day flu because that's what the symptoms felt like." It was yeah. that like that high fever and crampy and you know kind of nauseous and achy and all over that you know usually with a cold you get little bits of those you know not like all at one time you know mm. so yeah yeah I guess it kind of also maybe also felt like food poisoning I guess that usually hits you all those type of things mm -hmm. at the same time so maybe it was that but I don't like I didn't Did eat anything weird? on Tuesday no like nothing Tuesday morning. I mean, I like Monday uh, yeah, I had, yeah, had five guys Monday night, but then I was like 
fine all Tuesday. It wasn't until Tuesday afternoon, 3.30 or so, until I started f- feeling weird. So I didn't have yeah, anything yeah. Tuesday morning. So um, who knows? If you were my kid, Dustin, I would have thrown you in a cold bath and broke your <laughs> At 102, hell yeah, jeez. Oh, they, they hate it. You that's know, that's scary. the last thing you want is cold like that. Yeah, right. But, oh, man, every time. I mean, Maeve had issues, definitely when she was teething and mm-hmm. other issues. She would get really high fever, scary high. Yeah. 103, 104, like, phew, yeah, it's crazy. dangerous. I know, like, they, you know, toddlers and stuff, they can, they're... It's what they happens. can have higher fevers, mm-hmm. you know, like, but yeah, I mean, but really like it, it's not that, that big of a difference in temperature that can do oh. like brain damage and stuff. You yeah. Know, it's like, like two degrees, one yeah, or five, one or six, you're, yeah. you're pretty much dead. Yeah. It's crazy. So we've had, um, a bunch of that. <laughs> May mm-hmm. obviously hate it. She's screaming. She feels horrible. No one's holding her. You're yep. pouring, but you can feel the heat yep. dissipating and the fever breaking. And then it would always right after she would like pass out on you because it said oh i'm sick i feel horrible mm-hmm. then hopefully the fever you're screaming and like all the strength she had left was to like fight being in the cold water yeah and then finally your fever breaks and they just collapse onto you like <laughs> totally worn out but yeah like, also starting to feel better <laughs> you know uh, it's, yeah breaks your heart <laughs> nicole was saying today she's like She's like, I'm glad you're feeling better. Better. She's like, you know, I don't often see you like that. She's like, like, like because, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, and she's like, I felt like I want to take care of you. She's like, that I never feel. I mean, she's like, I, you never do that. You know, mm. I don't, I don't get sick like that. You know, I don't get sick where I'm like needy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not me. Like, I'll mm-hmm. get colds and stuff, and I just like power through them. I just do what I need to do. I take my own medicine. You know, like, right. but in that situation, there's like. You know, I just felt so crappy that I was just laying on the couch trying to stay warm. And she was like, you want me to make you something? I was like, all right, I guess. You know, and she was like, some like Made English you muffin. Cheese. I was like, sure. <laughs> she's like, you want some tea? I was like, nah, maybe like ice water. <laughs> she's like, okay. You know, she's like, just taking care of me. And, you know, but even still, I'm like, I'm just like, all right. You know, trying like, to be pleasant about it. You know, like, because. My feet are really sore. Can you warm my feet? <laughs> Yeah, this is funny. Huh? Like, yeah. She's like, it was kind of cute. <laughs> I was like, I never, yeah, I never like take care of you like that. I was like, yeah. and then we, so Harris don't normally get sick much. No, yeah, we don't, fortunately. But uh, just being dirty yeah. little boys when we were kids, you know, we had built resistance <laughs> to everything. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, all that to say that uh, we didn't get very far on the bike the other night. We had two hours, and, we, and that's what you said. You were like, man, I knew you were not feeling well when you were well, willing to, like, not try to start the bike that night. <laughs> I, I was know. like, yeah. I know. It was, like, ready to go. Like, yeah, let's put some yeah. gas in it, and let's try and go. it. go, yeah. We're like, and nope. also, you know, when, when a, like you said, another guy, like, mentions it multiple times. Yeah, that they're feeling, feeling bad. Shit. Yeah. And then they actually say, hey, I think we're done. It's, it's beyond, you know, because you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll bury a lot of it. Yeah. And then you'll and think like, about that in your head, like, I don't know if I can go on more. And then right. uh, maybe I'll power through. And then when you actually vocalize it to another dude, like, yeah. I think we're done. You're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I said once, maybe, I was like, hey, can we do, like, I think we're, like, almost close to finishing up. Yeah. We were like, can, can we, we just do, do the last few yeah, steps and, yeah. let's, like, try to, you know, right, with that. And then other than that, after we're done, they're like, cool. We're yeah. Done. And that was probably, like, 20 minutes or so before we were finished up. I was like, all right, yeah, well, let's, let's try to do a little more. We'll mm. see what we can do. And then, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's when I started feeling it again, like I might throw up. And then I just started feeling like I could I could tell I was feeling achy and like mm-hmm. I could barely stand up just straight, 
without just feeling like I had to lean over and just lean on the on the on the bench, yeah. you know. I'm like, yeah, I know. The that's I, like, I can't. Yeah, I know. Nope, that's it. I can't do anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually, when Nicole got home, I was like, yeah, I came home and you know I was feeling kind of crappy. But then Devin and Drew came over and we shopped for a couple hours. She's like, you still shopped for a couple hours? Like, yeah, I was feeling okay then. I was like, I'm not feeling great, but I wasn't feeling like completely out of it, you know. And I'm excited about the motorcycles. So I was like, right. you know, I want to work on it, but yeah, after. Yeah, I think at that point it wouldn't have mattered where we were at that point. I, at that point, I was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I can't do it anymore." <laughs> I got you were like, "Can we do one more take?" I was like, "Okay, all right, no, 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 no. do the take." I was like, "And you're like, all right, that's good." I'm like, oh, good, "Thank goodness, <laughs> that's all I got." As so Drew was like, "You want know, to so clean up?" I'm like, "Nope, just just leave it. I'm going upstairs. Got to lay down. Yeah, that's, that's all good. I got." Yeah, but so anyway, Saturday will be fun. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a um, so speaking of uh, motorcycles, I have a motorcycle trivia for us to take together. <laughs> <laughs> now this is um, thirty. This is thirty-nine motorcycle quiz questions and answers. We won't do that. We'll, we'll do. Let's do like ten. Okay. Um, and this is. Uh, um, I think we can do it together because I think we can click on it. I don't know if it'll tell us the answer right away, but it doesn't give me the answer right away. So. All right. So we'll we'll um, trivia night it. Like yeah, this, is our, yeah. this is our table. Yeah, now that we're now that we're experienced motorized bicycle mechanics, trivia night it. All right, here we go. Number one: When was the first internal combustion motorcycle fueled by petroleum invented? Oh, and our, our three options: we have A, B, or C. Our options are oh, we got nice. Yeah, we have 1885, 1900, or 1915. So this is a uh, yeah, like a, a fuel engine combustion motorcycle uh, well i'll say 85 1885 we're going okay. early well, when's like I mean, when's, you can the, take when's ford well, like, ford was like the teens and then the 20s when the model t came about in 1920s yeah right yeah 1920s yeah, okay and so, then or maybe in the teens, combustion like engine th- though okay so well the comp- uh, you know the engine they had an engine on the you know yeah. the wright brothers plane which was right. which was late late eighteen hundreds, and I know they were bicycle builders, okay. so maybe they were putting those on motorcycles oh, yeah. at the time as well. Right. Okay. But our, right, I might well, we be say eighteen eighty five. I'll say. Right, well, I'll, I'll say nineteen hundred just to make it interesting. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm gonna choose. Wait. Um, okay. Click to see the correct answer. Answer is A. Eighteen eighty five. Yeah. Go. One for Devin. Ding, ding. We went from a team to competing right away. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> D E and D U. <laughs> Devin gets one tally. Okay, uh, here we go. Number two. In 1894, which model became the first series production motorcycle in the world? Is it the A. Orient Aster, B. Hildebrand and Wolfmuller, or C. The Peugeot motorcycles? Peugeot, yeah, Peugeot. I, Peugeot. I, I have no idea. I know, isn't Peugeot in that French? Yeah, Peugeot is a is a bike manufacturer yeah. in France. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I have no I, idea. That's the one that I would say is Peugeot. The other, it's either Orient, Aster, Orient Aster, Hildebrand, Wolfmuller. So we got like a Orient Aster. What would that be from? Uh, like that's it sounds yes. like American, I guess, but you know. Right, yeah. I don't Hildebrand know. and Wolfmuller. I mean, that sounds German, or you know. All right, I'm gonna say Peugeot. What do you think? Uh, I'll I'll say that. I'll say C. 
All right. The answer is B, Hildebrand and Wolfmuller. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. No points. All right. Number three. In a motorcycle, the rotational force generated by the crankshaft is transmitted to which part? Is it A, the front wheel, B, the engine, or C, the rear wheel? Again, in a motorcycle, the rotational force generated by the crankshaft is transmitted to which part? The rear wheel. Yeah, I think it's got to be the rear wheel. It's not transmitted to the engine. It's not going to the front wheel. Answer is C, rear wheel. Hey, look at this. One each. All right, number four. Which company has been the largest motorcycle manufacturer in the world since 1959, with around 400 million models in the production by the end of 2019? Honda or Harley, huh? Is it A, Yamaha, B, Honda, or C, Suzuki? Oh, I know, right? Yeah, I was like, my first thought was was Harley, but... I said Honda. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking Harley's like the biggest well-known, but I mean... Right. the all the Asian companies they're making small, cheaper, yeah. widely produced yeah, ones that everyone right. rides over there. Like, yeah. So I kind of want to say, like the cheapest brand, Suzuki. You know, like go with the mass yeah, amount. That's what but, I was thinking too. But I did yeah. start with Honda, so I'll stick with Honda because that was okay. in my brain. But all right, and I'll go Suzuki. Okay. That's what I was thinking. The answer is B, Honda. Yeah. Oh, dang. Devin. <laughs> Running away with it, three to one. <laughs> you know me, All old right. motorcycle head. <laughs> Number five. You were just waiting for some trivia. You're like, ha ha. He's gonna bring him. me some motorcycle trivia, and he'll. You're a motorcycle trivia shark. I've been studying it for years. <laughs> Number five. The motorcycle manufacturer Harley Davidson is based in which U.S. state? Is it A. Missouri, B. New Mexico, or C. Wisconsin? I'm going to say Missouri. I'm going to say Wisconsin. Okay. And the answer is C, Wisconsin. Yeah. Dang it. I'm crunching it. <laughs> Shoot. I don't even want to come back at this point. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to 20. <laughs> 30, yeah. anyone? 30? 39, 39. Number six. Which of the following is a British motorcycle brand? Is it A, Indian, B, Triumph? Or C, Royal Enfield. Triumph. Triumph. I agree. It is Triumph. The answer is B, Triumph. Yeah. All right. That would be five for Devin and two for Dustin. Number seven. Which of the following models is the first motorcycle to offer an anti-lock braking system? Is it A, BMW K-Bike, B, Suzuki Cavalcade, or C, Honda Goldwing? I'll go with lock I'll, I'll go with A. I'll go. A I'll go with the BMW. All right, I'm gonna go with Honda, the Goldwing. All right, and the answer is A, BMW. Yeah, baby. Dang this guy. <laughs> when I read BMW, I was like, "That's probably it." And then I read the Honda Goldwing. I was like, "Oh, maybe it's a Goldwing." <laughs> give Give Honda something. I think it's like the the, the Germans bikes. to put that on it first. You know. Yeah. Right. That was in there. All right. Number eight. Which of the following is not a type of motorcycle? Um, a desert motorcycle, an off-road motorcycle, or a street motorcycle? Oh, man. Um, I'd say desert. Desert motorcycle. 
off-road. I feel like it's almost like a trick question. It is. You it know, seems like, tricky because they all seem like yeah. And then, like desert seems like the most logical. Like there's but, not that's one such that's designed a, that's for such desert. Like a, a weird broad question. Yeah. Like I'm sure you could type. categorize certain things, but I'll I'll do desert off-road. All right. I'm gonna just to make it interesting. I'm gonna say off-road. All right. And the answer is. A, desert motorcycle. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> He's like, I'm not backing down now. I'm not taking the random ones <laughs> just to make it interesting. <laughs> and make a perfect game. Yeah. You did, I, did, I, did I get no, one we, wrong? No, we both got one wrong. Oh, that's we right. We both, what did we guess? Oh, Walkenfuss and uh, Hershey. Oh, one. yeah. <laughs> Hotzfeld and Wolfenstein. <laughs> Number nine, Lambretta and Vespa are prominent brands of which type of motorcycle? You want to guess before I say oh, it's it? It's a scooter or it's a yeah. moped. A moped, B scooter, or C sport oh. bike. <laughs> I'll say scooter. It's got to be a scooter. Yeah. Old scooter. Answer is B. Scooter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that's one more for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, our motorcycle trivia. Uh, number 10, how many gears are there? In a speedway, in speedway motorcycles, how many gears are there in speedway motorcycles? Oh Is it A1, B2, or C3? Gears. So I'll say like a standard motorcycle has like five, you know, like that's like the motorcycle I had had five. You know, first I, so I have no idea there. what a speedway motorcycle is. So it's either a yeah. weird thing that only has one super high gear or something, or it does right. something special. Or it's two. I think three is starting to be too many to be interesting, right? Yeah, I wonder, though, like, is it, you know, like, um, you know, like, do they consider, like, is reverse a gear? I don't can know. I, you know can I, mean? I call like, a friend? <laughs> is that your final answer? Um, Mark Adams yeah, so is what a do you think? builder. <laughs> A, B, or C. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll split the difference. I'll do B. All right. Two. So, two. And um, I'm going to go with three just because I see this like a technicality. All right, here we go. And the answer is A, one. Oh, I really <laughs> wanted it. I should have gone with my gut. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, it sounds like it should be a one-gear thing. Yeah. I wish it would give me like some history of it. You Explanation. Know? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. All right, here's one more one more bonus one. The Black Prince and the Black Shadow are two models of motorcycles designed and manufactured by which company in the 50s? Triumph, Kawasaki, or Vincent? Black Prince and Black Shadow. I know, like, the Honda Shadow, but that's not one of the options. That's a newer. Yeah, that's a newer Triumph, Kawasaki. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, in the 50s. By which, wait, say, yeah, say, which company? Triumph, say, Kawasaki, or Vincent? I'll say Kawasaki. Kawasaki or um, Vincent Black, Can Prince, I do? Black Shadow the Triumph or Vincent alright so that leaves me you want Kawasaki or Vincent <laughs> yeah, and that I leaves want, me I with Triumph you can have A so if I get A what do I win you get you don't it's, win the game because you'd still need more points than that yeah but but is this like a, is this like a double or nothing no <laughs> no I mean I can pick one if you want and I'll, I'll just win that way too <laughs> we're here I'll well, all right, I'll go. I'll go. What was the third one? Triumph? Triumph. No, the third one was Vincent. Triumph, Kawasaki, or Vincent? Give me the Vincent. And you chose Kawa- You chose Vincent. Okay. Mm. Um, 
All right, well, then I guess I will go Triumph because I don't want to change it now. <laughs> Here we go. And the answer is C, Vincent, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tearing it up. <laughs> Vincent's not even a motorcycle company. That's mm-hmm. a dude's name. Get out of here with that. It's there's an old, um, there's a uh, <laughs> old bluegrass song where they sing about a 50-something Vincent. Uh, so that came to mind about 50s motorcycles. And then that, it was called like a black something. Black so, Prince or Black Shadow? Or it, no, but it was called, a, maybe it was a red. Either way, it just that, that sprung to it's mind. stuck in your head. There you That's go. Well, uneducated guess, but. You had a runaway game of nine to three. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> yes, I will. Um, the most here, I'll give you one. I watched right. a documentary on today. All right. The most famous time trial race is on what island or isle? Motorcycle uh, race. The Isle of Sky. No, that's a that's a sailboat race. <laughs> the Isle of Sky has a famous sailboat race. Um. Let's see what do we have. We have Isle of White, Isle of that's the, that's the concert series. Isle, Isle of, of Lucy, White. Isle of Lucy. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Isle of Man, Isle of. I'm gonna say Isle of Man. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right, Isle. Hey, Man. nice. Pulled it out. All right. It's like a 30 mile race around the island. It's so cool. It's like that's cool. That's, it's like super fast, high speeds. Yeah. Around these tiny little, Island you know. Man. Yeah, that's one. That one's up like further, like in the like up kind of near Scotland, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, north northeast somewhere above there. Yeah, right. Because like, yeah, the Isle of Wight and the Isle of Skye are both down the south. Like, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly, it's, it's very very cool stuff. Nice. All right, motorcycle stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, which uh, I was thinking about recently, um, is the upcoming um, Chopper Challenge that we'll be part of with uh, with the knife-making groups. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, so Lord I, had a, I had a good idea. <laughs> Lord help us. It's always the most stressful <laughs> oh, one. I'm like, ah, oh, it's taking so long. So we, have, we have one day left to oh. film 17 shots and then edit everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I was thinking we'll just we'll just go ahead and knock it out. We could even do it in the next video. Just like get it out of the way. And then we got then we got to like sit on it for like for a while. You're like, wait, but we need that video to come out. <laughs> like, I know. We make them, we put them out. That's how it works. Right. Um, but I figured we could do that, and then we could do like a short a shorter video. Maybe maybe the uh, the wooden sword that'd be kind of fun. Hmm. Um. So uh, I was actually thinking, and I'll, I'll send you an image of it because I don't want to say it yet because I don't want to give it away. But I'll show you. An, I'll send you an image of Why what not? I'm thinking. You can't give an idea about it. I can. No one's going to steal it. Uh, no, I'm, I don't think they're going to steal it. I just don't know if I want to talk about it yet. I mean, you can. I don't know. Spill do a think? little bit of beans. I don't know. Send me the picture now. Yeah, I mean, because it would it would give it away if I if I said what it was like. Um, because it's not something typical. Like, so I will say that this, like I was thinking about, um, doing like a, um, uh, Nikiri, which is like a Japanese knife, but it's kind of got a blunt end, kind of like the way a, um, like a chopper knife would like a bigger, um, like a butcher knife, but it's, Mm. 
it's less of that. It's kind of more of like a vegetable chopper because it's kind of heavy on the end. And I was thinking that because I was like, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe I can make one that kind of matches the Gyoto that I made. And, you know, so that'd be nice. And I could do some stuff with it. And I thought about maybe like doing some laser etching stuff or something on the on the blade, you know, to make a cool pattern or something. I'm thinking about that and thinking about that. And, um, and I was also thinking about one of those big like Russian vegetable chopper knives that we've talked about maybe doing before. The ones mm-hmm. that's like, you know, six inches tall with a like a long curve on the end yeah, going down yeah. to a big flat blade. Yeah. I thought that. Um, I thought about like... It was a bunch of different things. I thought about maybe doing like something simple, you know, like a Ferrier's rasp tomahawk, you know, something like that would be kind of cool. But, um, but then, so today I was at school and, um, Derek sent me a message and he was like, and it was a, he sent me a link to an Instagram, um, follower or a guy that I follow is actually, uh, uh, I here I'll I'll tell you guys who that was because then like if you know him then you may know it without without me giving it away one hundred percent. So send me a, send me a picture. Yeah, I will. Um, let's see where did Derek, where did Derek send me this message? Not there. Okay, so I'll send you a picture of of the general thing that I'm thinking about making, mm-hmm. um, and then. Um, share. What was what was my idea? Remember I gave you an idea. Um, I didn't, I was thinking of something for it because I was like, do we want to do it? And then I kind of thought, oh, maybe we do something like this. Chopper. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was like, you know, just not a hundred percent sure because I want to do something cool. Um, but like I, I do so many axes, but I do like vintage axes, right? So that's my thing. It's like, oh, it's a chopper. It's an axe, like something you chop with. That'd be kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know? But I don't really have the, like, the tools to make an axe from scratch. And I thought, oh, wait, do you oh. think about doing, like, a big axe, like a big, like, beard? Oh, I said, I think I said executioner's axe. Yeah, like a big, yeah, right. Yeah, like, double-sided, like really, really big, like right, yeah, 10-foot swing, bam Right, right. So that you see what cool. I just sent to you? I do see what you sent. Yeah. So Derek sent me, um, I think it's Raven Customs, I think the guy's name is. Let me double-check on Instagram. So that'll actually be my um, uh, my recommendation today is um yeah raven underscore customs this guy uh aaron prudler um and i've actually been following him for quite a while for a couple years um he does axe restoration and he does really these really beautiful like handles and he makes versions of what i just sent to you as well as um um can you tell, uh, say the type of thing it is um sure or I don't know the exact name, but it's a type of club, right? Mixed yeah, with, so, with yeah. mixed with a blade and mixed with it's like a, some type of traditional thing. I've seen it before. I don't know the right. name, so I can't say it, but I've seen it before. Yeah, right. And that's the thing. I didn't really want to say the name, mm-hmm. you know. But but I think the people people listening will kind of understand, which is fine. <laughs> but without giving too much away. But I was like, that's a cool idea. That's something that I've actually wanted to make for a long time since mm-hmm. I saw it. Here's another hint: since I saw it in Last of the Mohicans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So I just thought that was kind of cool and has the potential to, to like, I could have really a lot of fun with the embellishment. 
mm. you know so i could do some cool stuff with you know laminated pieces of different types of wood that i glue together and like you know do that and then the 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 steel part could be you know it can be embellished and shaped you know without without it having to be you know 50 layer damascus with a crazy pattern in it you know <laughs> Not that I think I'm going to win against all these other dudes that do all crazy stuff and make their own steel just because I don't have the facilities to do that, you know? Mm. And that's what that's what YouTube loves right now. So, But it, it's just something that, again, will be different. And that was kind of, I think that's Dennis Tyrell's point of this one. It's like a chopper challenge. Chopper is whatever you want. Like, you know, I think the as, as we move along, you know, showing diversity, and that was one of the things that we talked about a lot after we did the first and second challenges where it was like, you're you're taking all these makers that people will watch, and then you're you're making them all. They're all making the same thing, and they're putting it out the same day. Like that helps a lot. It helps some people, but for the rest, for most of us, it's just like now you're just flooding the market with the same thing all at the same time. You know, yeah, so yeah. like I guess in the grand I, scheme of things, like you know the the uh, the narrow um, commu- the narrow amount of people that are in our community that are actually watching it for those specific reasons is small compared to the amount of people's eyes that are going to hit it you know, on YouTube. Right. But you know, I think still... this will be good. You'll get all different types. It'll just be a bunch of knife videos coming out once, which happens anyway. So right, and then yeah. ours will probably be pretty. That that one will be pretty pretty different. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. Like that that definitely does that right it chops it like it's a club so it's designed for impact which is like the same thing like an axis you know axis designed for impact and cutting so if you did um epoxy and wood does epoxy have as much hold power as would it just break in two um i well i think epoxy doesn't have the same flexibility the same tensile strength right so it's going to be more brittle than wood. Wood mm. will flex, and I mean that's why handles and things are made out of it because it flexes before it breaks. Because that'd be cool if you had something with like you know just to be way different, like a weird yeah. modern take on it. Layers of wood and layers of epoxy. Yeah, I mean I definitely could do something like that. We could, right. yeah, we could like you know I could like cut in some cool design or something like you know Sean has a laser cutter now, so we, I could do like something laser cut into it, you know, and like um. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of potential there. There's also like we, there's embellishment with steel that I can do. Like I think to make to make it stronger for impact, I was thinking it'd be cool to reinforce the front edge with additional steel. Mm, maybe you know, yeah. like so, or either that, or it has like um, some like the the part that is attaching the two pieces the metal to the wood is somehow strengthened with like a you know something something like that so i think that's all like fun things that i can do to come up with an interesting way to make this thing that's different than just having you know the capability of doing something crazy with you know lots of steel and lots of you know tons and tons of time and you know effort put into it which you know there's always a balance there so kind of cool just aesthetically is I was thinking on the wooden part, right? You could bore holes straight through it and fill with Mm -hmm. some type of clear epoxy. That's what I was thinking right away. Like the holes would be that so you could see through them where they could be colored. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the blade part that goes into it, Mm -hmm. whatever the tang is, Right, you could have it go into wood and then into epoxy, so you see the tang part of it through it. Yeah, through it, and you could even stylize the tang just a little bit because you know you can see it. Like Mm -hmm. split the end of the tang and like curl it both sides, something like that. 
Oh yeah, right. So so it, you're you're going into the wood anyway, and then the end of it is is the tang that you could it's see. It's like decorative inside. So, yeah. so the middle of the wood is bore out, and it, mm-hmm. it it pokes through, and then when you put an acrylic, it's encased. Right. Yeah, no, it's definitely like, yeah, it'd be fun to like, yeah, that's what I mean by embellishment. Like, there's mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that I could do that could be interesting, you know, that could make this, which is a fairly simple construction. Right. You know, I things that I can do that I have the capabilities to do in my shop that can right. really push it and make it really interesting. Yeah. You know, that's why when I saw this, I was like, that's a great idea. That's something I could do and really like mm-hmm. do some fun stuff with. Mm-hmm. You know, so it could be like adding rivets and stuff, you know, doing like embellishment with steel and bits of things, brass. I could like drill holes in the steel and, and rivet brass through and, you know, peen both ends and do stuff like that. Or, you know, like there's there's lots of cool things. And this particular thing had lots of different type of embellishment, right? There's like some of them have straps that hold them, you know, that we can wear them across your shoulder, which I think that would be really cool to show, you know, to put on yeah. it. So. You know, I can, so that way I can do some leather and I can do something with little like, you know, either either like forged little rings or something either and that screw in or or something like a hole in the wood, you know, with a, with like um, with brass tube through it to make, you know, like a lanyard hole, something built in. Right, so there's like right. there's just like a bunch of cool things, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the shape of the steel, the, the variety of shapes that I could be. It could be traditional, like the way it maybe would have originally made, or it can be more, you know, modern. So, yeah, no, I like it. Very cool. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, I was like, when Derek sent me that today, I was like, huh, it just it hit me. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, I'd been struggling to think of something cool to make, you know, like, I was like, what, what do I want to make? You know, what's, what's, what's no. cool that could, that just could be interesting and, and just add to the overall in, interest of the challenge, right? Which is the fun part. You know, you just want to put something in that's interesting. You know, that's not just the same thing that everyone else has done. You know, yeah. so that's no. the key. Yeah, I so. like it. Very cool. Good. Nice. Right. Yeah. So there you go. So that being said, <laughs> if you um, want to see what this is and get a little bit of earlier taste of it, I am going to be posting some pictures and talking about this on our Discord channel. So for those folks over there who are patrons of the Art of Craftsmanship, um, and not just patrons of the podcast, but patrons of the channel in general, because that's what, you know, that's really what it's all going back to. Um, I'll be talking that. So those patrons, um, they all have access to our Discord channel. And, um, and then that's where we get a look that even, even deeper behind the scenes and really, you know, sneak peeks, early things of that, what are going on. So we usually... Like that's kind of, that's been kind of fun. Like when we get together and we're shooting and stuff and often we'll kind of actively put up pictures and tell, you know, people what's going on in the shop in that moment, you know? So yeah. that's kind of cool. So, yeah. so if you're interested in that, you can head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash the craftsmanship and support us there. Like all of our other patrons, which we super, super appreciate and um, get that little early behind, early behind the scenes stuff. And, uh, and if you're, not interested in supporting us there then that's fine too we put this content out there for you guys to enjoy and yeah you go (laughs) down and uh but you can always support us in in a different way which is you know just following along um on follow us on instagram you can head over to youtube and you know subscribe and like and comment and all those fun things and also just like spread the word just tell more people about it you know especially the podcast we like we like when more people listen it's just fun for us and uh and to, to have things grow. So 
Yeah, none of our views right now are coming from YouTube suggestions. They don't seem to be suggesting it to anyone. Right. So <laughs> yeah, it's all right, from exactly. like either browser or update or, you know, um, yeah, channel notifications. That's like all the views are coming from that. Right. Um, maybe maybe we'll have like a resurgence where like everyone switches over to shorts <laughs> and then it's only the people who just stuck with what they're doing. <laughs> right. They they all of a sudden they get all the new views. Yeah, maybe. Everyone's like, <laughs> who knows? But I also do have the thought that we just have to um hire a college kid like, yeah, hey right. you know shorts we have a hundred videos yeah. take whatever you want from any of those videos and make a short a week yeah and put it up so we have the content we can turn them into shorts yeah as, as well as we don't even have to shoot new stuff we've got a hundred hours worth of yeah stuff. i wonder i wonder if like i wonder if we could do that from the video online you know what i mean you can download it and then you can just yeah. download it straight offline, but yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just more work. <laughs> um, I know I'm yeah. I'm maxed out, so I mean I can't do much too much more editing anyway. Yeah. So right, we'd have to need some help, or maybe we'll yeah. teach Corinne. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like, sweet. We need more family members to work for free, and then <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Teach her how to, we'll teach her how to edit on the phone. Yeah. I mean, there are apps, and there's even Adobe apps for the phone, so you could just take it and. Be like, here's what we want. Like, I'll edit yeah. a few template ones. Be like, we need these shots, these shots, and an intro, and use this, any of this music. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see. I mean, I don't, yeah, she's, you know, she, Corinne is continually surprising me with her talent in just art and creative things. So, you know, I would not be surprised if she actually did it in a really good way. Yeah, and like kind of funny, you know. Like she's just like really good at doing funny stuff. So yeah, she's got cool. a good comedic mind. So we'll see. She make all of our videos real funny. <laughs> <laughs> this channel's hilarious. Like weird zoom in and cat faces on it. I know. Like, yeah, it would be like yeah, it would be like oh, no, we've gone too far. <laughs> this is too modern. It's their craftsmanship. It's shop <laughs> Elfiest. <laughs> yeah, um, we've gone too far. <laughs> yeah so one more story before we go the yeah. trying to get my uh shotgun Ooh, that, I, yeah. that i was going to get for christmas um a nice over under shotgun mm-hmm. that i want to shoot um trap with but i'd also like to go and like, who knows when but do some bird stuff you know yep go hunt for some birds that'd be fun um but I went down to Christmas, and all the power went down, and then on the website, they're like, well, you need your ID with a current address. And I didn't have my updated address on my license. Oh, right. But so yeah. they're like, all right, then you got to bring these other things. And I brought them, and one of them was a voter registration card. It was right there on the web, on the website, and that had my current address. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll bring this down. Um, and they were so confused by it. And then they're like, well, these, and your license doesn't work. Uh, we can't do anything for you unless you had, and I had everything with me. I had, like, a passport. I had a BGE bill. <laughs> I had, like, everything that was on the website. I was like, here, take your choice other than my license with the current address on it. Right. I have all these Which things. Which doesn't make any sense because I could just lie and tell them, tell them that because the current address of the gun owner shouldn't matter. Right, and it doesn't really. That's not how you can't you can't track people's guns like that. And then when you move, you don't have to tell the government that hey, I've moved. 
and the yeah, address of me and this gun is now here. That's not right. That's not a part of it. So yeah, and especially not for shotguns. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> guns are different, but long guns yeah. and stuff. It's it's. So anyway, whatever. Right. But they were all confused, and it took forever. And then the background check didn't go through, and then the power went out in Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> so then the guy came out of the back, out of like the vault room, like, "Don't sell any more guns because the computers are down." <laughs> Dang. So I mean, and we stood there. I, I was in. I was there for like four hours. Jesus. So after all that, I'm like, "All right." They're like, "Well, it's on delay." Here's your paper from whatever the FBI or the whoever. Like, it's in a delay. They're going to keep doing it. And then, sure enough, like 30 days went up, and they called me. Like, well, they haven't gotten back to us, so now your paperwork is void because it's been too long. So you got to come back down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, I figured Jeez. I had to go down. you got to go down to get the gun. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll go back down. But Yeah, right over. Yeah, yeah right. Just bring your stuff with you this time. Yeah. Process all over again. But I went down. It also wasn't the. 23rd of December so it wasn't as packed <laughs> like when we went down because it was right before Christmas yeah right like, if for context like when I signed in because you have to sign in and then they, they take people one at a time um I was like 18th in line and Jeez. all the processes of getting a gun and talking about guns take forever you know it's like 30 minutes to an hour for each person yep um this time I was number two in line. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> so I was there for like three minutes standing there just looking at stuff, and I got called up. And I did order a new license because I was annoyed with it. So I got my new license with my mm-hmm. current address on it, and uh, they got the gun. Oh, yeah, it's still here. Because I, I did call it day to make sure they didn't <laughs> either give us our money back or something happened, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's here. You just got to come down. Like, we had already paid for it last month, so. Um, and then I filled all the same stuff and then I was like, all right, here, here's the, whatever, the background check, blah, 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 goes through. He said, it shouldn't take too long. And he turned around and said, oh, it's done. So it went from <laughs> like 30 minutes to an hour that I stood there to, and the one guy was like, oh, that's gotta be a record. What's that? Four seconds? Like it literally was like four <laughs> seconds. Right. That Jeez. it went through and they basically, you know, you sign a paper and they let you walk out with it. So I was like, oh, yeah. So, got my shotgun, got my broken safe. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, was that down there? That was there, too? or That, that was No, forward, that's right? still okay. That's yeah, just yeah. still here sitting next yeah. to me here. But nice. um, what's the What type of uh, gun is it? It's called a TriStar. It's a Turkish okay. gun, but a lot of them are made in Turkey now, even like the okay. ones that say they're American. Yeah. Um, it, apparently, it used TriStar. to be a Turkish guns used to be cheap. Oh, okay. And then they've gotten better and better. So, yeah, it's it's one yeah. of those kind of so it's it's whatever. It's on the cheap end of it, but nice. And it's over under double barrel. You said, yep, yeah, it's very That's cool. Sweet. Simple, gauge. simple yeah. twelve gauge, easy, simple action, cool. easy to clean. Nice. You know, just two parts or three parts. Mm. You know, oh, so pretty. I just I love the simple. And I've I've got the the twenty gauge um, semi CZ. I think it's another. Turkish company, mm-hmm. but I just love the simplicity of a double, you know, <laughs> yeah, two barrels. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you put them in, and I, I had the, I had shot with an over under when I went shooting sporting clays with uh, my father in law, right? Yeah, um, and that was I I love the simplicity of it, right? You know, it's yeah. great. 
Yeah, yeah, it is really nice. There's something just is it a break barrel, right? So like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, I guess it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, I have a 16 gauge break barrel, just a single barrel, but there's just something really nice about that. Yeah, that like that action and that simplicity. You mm-hmm. know, there's some obviously there's there's like you know loading like uh, an over like a um, an an ammo tube. You know, and you have like a ten shots or whatever, and it all fills into the tube below, and it's spring loaded. Like that's cool. Yeah, you know, there's 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 different coolness factors about different types of guns, but there's mm-hmm. there's something really nice and really. Like and that's like what well, we've talked about that a lot. But my aesthetic is that simple aesthetic, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it does its job and it's designed and it like it and only you know like maybe minimal embellishment, just little things here and there. But it's just like it's the simplicity of the the function. The form of it is completely led by its function, and that's the yeah. beauty. Is like it's it's designed to function in like just mm-hmm. that perfect way. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, I got it. Got it back. It's all put together i actually got to get some i had some oil but then i was watching a video and a guy had he was greasing certain areas because the action Mm. of the barrel right now so i got some some grease um nice i'll put in the spots he says and then it'll it'll be good to go and then i'll go in the backyard and scare some neighbors (laughs) i was also thinking i was like man now i want a um some type of backstop you know yeah over there there that goes into the field just because there are things that way Right. Not yeah. a lot. They're all far away, but, you know, you, you don't want to ever be shooting towards anything. Right. You might hit something. Hit yeah. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm looking at either if I can find some, like, down logs to stack, you know, mm-hmm. like at yep. least two layers of it. Yeah. Or maybe find some, I need to find railroad ties and stuff. Then you can put just a big stack of those. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. And then have some targets there so I can shoot. Because I. There's a bunch of cool stuff. You just go into those places. You just want to buy more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like just like true. cheap, like uh, cool, like revolver twenty two hand like, rifle. You know, uh, revolvers. Uh-huh. You know, like real cool, yeah. just little twenty two ammo. But it's dirt cheap and it's fun and it still makes a ringing noise when you hit. So you know, it's like yeah, right. That so. that like power. That's there's something yeah, yeah. you know unmistakable and unlike. You know, there's there's nothing like it. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's is that a whole. Bad? And you know and now, yeah. now, I get, now I gotta say if I gotta fill it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Was that uh, Jeremy from Simple Little Life? He was like, "That's gonna take a lot more." Or it was the other way around. It was like you know, it says it's gonna hold sixteen guns, but it might only hold like twelve. <laughs> yeah, so. well, I don't, I don't see myself getting more than that anyway. Yeah, right. I've got one, exactly. two, three, three now. Yeah. Nice. That's a long, long way to go. I'm not gonna buy more than one or two a year. Like right, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I um, there's something there's something cool about it. You know, I don't know. I would. It's, I mean, that has been my other. I've known a couple people who've gone. I you've never hunted. I've never hunted. No. Yeah. I want to. Um, Matt has invited us. Maybe we got to go do that. Go out west. Mm, do a hunting right. trip. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. and I I would love to do some bird stuff. Just yeah. anywhere. You know, there's a lot of places on the eastern shore. Yep. Maybe we just find someone or somebody, and we all go out and have a have a weekend once a year. I would, I would love that. Yeah, that would be fun. Just a cabin, yeah, and then we all go yeah. out in the fields and and you know, yeah, wait, yeah, for call duck birds and, in. And, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Like, I would love it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. Have a meal with whatever we catch that night, or yeah. and then you know, just have have a dude's weekend. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. I love it. I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Well, one of these days, we'll see. Well, well, there's a. Uh, um, uh, so I'll actually do a second recommendation before you do your first. Ha ha. 
Um, <laughs> um, and it just actually just came to me, but, and I might have actually recommended this in the past because it's a really, it's actually a couple of videos, but, um, Andy Rawls, who we had on, um, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. early on, um, he did a couple videos on restoring his grandfather's, um, shotguns maybe that he got from him. I, yeah. Cause he had, one was a, um, a pump action and he used Osage. And so he replaced both oh, the yeah, the pump and the stock, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he did all the checkering and everything on it. And that was super cool, you know, seeing him go through that that process. Um, that was really cool. And uh, Jimmy Drest also has a cool video on restoring, like a, a cool. Um, I think it's a um, what's it like a a, a, a um, lever action like oh, old yeah. twenty two, yeah, you know, like rifle. That's super cool too. Yeah. And he did you know, he did like a Jimmy Duresta version of that restoration where it's like, you know, Jimmy just makes it work. You know, it's it's not like right. the most perfect like uh museum quality restoration. It's like this is him being super innovative and making something work because it's because mm-hmm. he knows how to make it work, you know. So he did that, and it, yeah, I think that one that was like super viral. That's like his one like super viral video he's had in the last couple of years. It's like twenty five million views or something now, oh, maybe dang. more than that. Yeah. The crazy thing is, though, it's probably demonetized. Yeah, probably because <laughs> it's a firearm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if he ever shoots it, so it could. You know, I'm not sure. Like, I, th- I don't even I think, think you're allowed to like show him and talk about him. Yeah. Especially, they probably say like you're training someone to, you know. Right. Fix yeah. a firearm. Yeah, it's crazy. Because even that situation, that's like such a, you know, historic. It's like a historic gun. It's like a Model 18-something, you know, 22, um, like crazy, you know, pump, not pump action, but what I say before. like a, Lever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, lever action rifle. This is like the yeah. gun that, like, won the West. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. when those guns came out, the, like, repeating rifle, that was like... The only thing that let the, the American Army fight against Native Americans because they could shoot so quick. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. they could they could release so many bow shots and just circle around it as as the poor old army were still using like muzzle loading like yeah, you got to right, get exactly. down from your horse and do a muzzle loading by then uh-huh. you're done by then yeah. they've they've swung around three times. Yep. And just put like fifty arrows in you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. Double, triple recommendation. <laughs> um, what, what was my got? earlier? I said something. I don't know if it counts as a recommendation. Are they other NHK video? Maybe, yeah. If you want to. I mean, no one wants to watch that. Sure, they, it's amazing. <laughs> it's brutally realistic. A li- yeah, but it, yeah. I mean, they don't, like I said, it's good that they don't show. I mean, they show the destruction, but they don't show any. Right. Bodies. Or they actually, they don't show anyone dying outright. Right, right. I mean, That's you good. can tell when the whole city is getting washed away that there's definitely You understand what's in going there. in. Yeah, but there, you, you don't see bodies and stuff. You know that yeah. like 18,000 people died. Just in, Yeah. I think it's crazy. Um, It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, I've been watching a lot of those NHK videos. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like on that trip on YouTube. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, yeah, something, something just uh, completely compelling about the Last of Us like is good. Culture. You know, oh, we, yeah. we already, we already, you know, they had a very. Um, I don't want to spoil yeah. episode three, but a romance story. Now, I did see some people were like, "It's the best episode ever," right? And I think because of how 
the two people that were involved, it's become more of like it's being a bigger thing than it I think it should be. Right. Like I have no problem with the romance of it. Right. But if it was a no normal romance or it was, you know, um whatever. I, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. If it was the regular the, style the typical, what you think would happen, right, right. then it would still be an equally as good episode. But I, right. I wouldn't think it's the greatest thing ever. It's just a romance. I see it as a romance. Yeah. And I don't really care who it's with. Yeah. Right. But I do think it's a great episode. It, whether it's the greatest episode, like, you know, ever, which a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, it's amazing. And I, I guess I understand that. But um, it was just good. I, I love, I love the prepper stuff. I love. Yeah. Just seeing through people's lives. I love the whole mini version of it. Um, yeah, a little like so. So here's a here's a recommend an easy recommendation for you to give to our crew by me <laughs> is uh, if if you have watched it or if you haven't watched it and you want to know more about I mean, it, we, you want a spoiler. Could, we could you do could, a spoiler uh, alert now and then talk about it. Yeah, nah, oh, that's all right. We could we could, but we'll maybe we'll wait until next week or whatever. I guess mm. it doesn't matter. Um, but the the Angry Joe show. Um, I think oh, yeah. that's that's something you watch, right? Because it's yeah. like yep. it's it's on. We're subscribed to it, but not because I subscribe. So oh, did I? Nice. Nice. Some yeah. Devin subscribed to, which is fine. But they they've been talking about it, and they did a good a good review. And there's they're like a forty five minute long, you know. Oh, they're great. They yeah. they go back over it and they talk about stuff, and they make a lot of really good points mm-hmm. about some of the some of the less believe not believable, the less mm-hmm. realistic stuff that mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. That you're like, hold on. If this guy's actually a prepper, he if this is a prepper, he wouldn't have done this. Yeah. Or if this is a post-apocalyptic world, more of this would have happened. Yeah. You know, without without giving it away. You know. Um, yeah. There so there are some things like that that I kind of I didn't think about in the moment, but then like thinking back on it, I'm like, oh yeah, I think I was kind of like thinking that, like I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, or like, yeah. you know, th- that's that seems a little bit well, I'll not say as you know realistic of what, what yeah, you think. Yeah. The one happen. point they do bring up, which is not really spoiler. Um, I mean, they're getting attacked, and he, he, you, you come to see him. He's out in the road shooting back at people, right? Like no cover at all. Yeah, just out in the middle of the road. Like if you were getting attacked and you you get under siege, you know he would have. I mean, this is a guy that they've set up in, in the in the show that he's a super prepper. He's got everything. Mm-hmm. He's got fences. He's got cameras. He got booby traps. But the yeah. second he gets attacked, he runs out into the middle of the road when like three guys are shooting at him. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like yeah. everyone I mean, knows you get to cover. Like it's simple. All you got to do is, as those people are trying to come in, you just you've got you must have spots that are yeah. good cover, and you could see them yeah. on either side of the road. Like, why is he running out there like that? Yeah, he has so much prep to like to, so many booby traps, so many things set up perfectly everywhere, including pitfalls. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> right. so. W- why wouldn't have he had like built-in areas that can cover any point, any mm-hmm. weak point? Yeah, you know, like you, like why not? Why not just build up just a a, a cinder block sh- shed in the well, middle and, of the road? Well, you yeah. know, like yeah, that and, that and, covers that whole yeah. entry. You know, like yeah, and around him are are fences houses and yeah, but um, yeah, so you could be from the porch or there's like. There's mm-hmm. all types of stuff to get covered behind, yeah. which was the one weird thing. But I mean, it, it is it is still really good. But it was that you that stands out. You're like, hey, no, what are you doing? Like, like right, yeah, <laughs> like that's something that someone in the some crew or the people with controlling the firearms that day should have just right. been like, you can get the same dramatic things to happen that happened to him, 
Right. Still kind of from behind cover or running from one spot to the other. Right. Like, yeah, and why not? Yeah, and why not, like, um, I mean, the only thing I can think, the only justification is that because his, you know, significant other is there with him, that he's, like, now in protection mode and just, like, more emotionally charged running out. But, like, the whole point of him being a prepper is that he's, like, planned and trained and, like, He's obviously like well, like he's done a really good job to survive as long as he has, and like so you wouldn't just all that training wouldn't go out the window in that situation. It's not like yeah. someone came into his house and surprised him in the middle of the night, you know? Right. Like, so. or maybe maybe there was something that they shot that didn't get left in. Right. That yeah, then maybe. you could make him like he thinks it's one or two people, and a guy falls down and he can't see him, so he runs right. out to get a better shot. Or something, you know, like that. Yeah, right. right. Where he gets yeah. he gets caught up in it, and then two people pop out from on the other side, and then he's stuck out in the middle of no man's land. But it was, it was right. It was these guys just walking straight at the fence, and him like yeah. standing out in the middle, like yeah, going Rambo yeah. style. Right. Yeah. So that. So yeah, there were some things about that, but no. Yeah, I thought it was a great episode. It was that really was cool. Great. Yeah. I I love that they had um that it was kind of a, a flashback, you know. So you get this kind of. You get a lot of, uh, you hear a little bit about the, the, like how this, uh, you know, epidemic pandemic, uh, apocalyptic event happened, you know, how they think it spread, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then they flash back into this, like from this scene back into this, you know, the day of the, <clears throat> or the, you know, the week of the actual event or whatever. And, and then follow, follow the, you know, the new characters up until yeah. they meet up with our old characters, the ones we know already, yeah. you know, so that's kind of cool. Like it was, a, it was a really cool way to tell that story. And from what I've heard, I, I didn't play the game. From what I heard, like you never really got any of that story from the game. You just got yeah, no, perspective just, from just Bill, right? Yeah, he was he was just like a bitter prepper yeah, guy, right? Whose, whose partner had died, and he was just kind right. of um, there and very standoffish, like he is kind of in the in the show. Yeah. But but like we didn't know we didn't get any of the backstory. So yeah. that was that was one of the things they talked about. And I thought that was from what I know, it's kinda cool. Like they they have now given them themselves the liberty to make um somatic, cinematic decisions to extend the like the universe of oh, this right. this world. You know, so like, okay, well maybe along the way we tell more stories about these different communities and what they've done and how they've survived. You know, kinda like the book or the movie World War Z, you know, talked about all these different yeah, like was, communities. Yeah, that was know. just every chapter was something different. Yeah, so that no, like I, that, I thought that was kind of a cool thing. I I will say I hope they don't do too many more of those, or at least in this. And there's a um, a second game that came out this year mm-hmm. and last year. Okay. Um, that actually I didn't play because it didn't get great reviews. Right. Um. So there is a lot more coming of story. Um, but for this first one, I hope they just stick mm. with the main character. I don't want them to doing because there's only I don't know how many episodes, but no more than ten. Okay, so I don't right. want to spend too much time with other people. Yeah, we want to. I see feel the like there's a lot of good story with those two, and the two two characters and actors are right. so good that like let's let's stick with them now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's the other thing. You know, we. And we've talked about this in the past with other shows that develop 
characters you know like how much time do you need to stick with a character to, to develop it to make it worth them have it in the in the series you know right and so like like we knew that that um our our main characters joel like you know he needed to get a truck so that's what he was doing is going to mm-hmm. get a truck mm-hmm. and to to get the truck to be able to go and try to help and find his brother or whatever so so that made sense as to like why you put information about those yeah. characters there because I, that's I, where they get the truck, you know. Right, so. and there's other stuff about that you hear in the first episode with like the music and some other stuff. And, right, yeah, and yeah. yeah. It so does it ties connects in. it, and yeah. it does it widens the world. But yeah, I mean, you, you um, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. It's great. I, I really like it. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, <laughs> all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, um, I'm glad I'm back. Uh, you sent yeah, me a message. You're like, you're going to shoot tonight? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> my, We're podcast few of my, tonight. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. A few of yeah, my students, man. I think, said, that said this today. They were like, you're back today? <laughs> like, were you really sick? And they were all skeptical. They were like, you just took the day off. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I would have, if I, I would rather have done that. I'd be honest. Like, it'd be nice to take a day off, but it doesn't happen. Right. I just laid on my couch and felt shitty all day. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you're but, back. So Saturday yep. we'll shoot it. Um, yeah, I'm coming out. We're coming out with a uh, another five questions. A good one. Nice. One funny thing is you have the old vice there because the question is about the positioning of the vice, right or oh. left handed, that type of thing. So, oh yeah, right. You on. will see that we shot it before the vice video. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the secrets blue, out. <laughs> the blue Yoast vices. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and we talk about yes. it, talk about where it is in positioning, but it's got some cool questions. Yeah, the main question. troll question is, like, oh, you didn't make that axe, you refurbished it or you ah, pimped it. Like, yeah, right. And then it was great that your your response and us talking about it too was, you're like. Do I not make a meal? Am I not making spaghetti if I don't make the spaghetti and pick the tomatoes and, and yeah, do the sauce? Right. Is it <laughs> yeah. me? Am I not like? Uh, you know, there was a lot. Is that type of stuff like examples? Yeah. Like, do I have to mine the, <laughs> the, the iron the ore to make and the, the yeah, ore yeah, and, yeah. Then to, and and forge the <laughs> steel? The and yeah. like, is it like how far back do you have to go? So that's good, right? Yeah. Um, so that will, that will come out in the next few days here. And then nice. Saturday we'll shoot, and that will be the next video after that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Now it's exciting stuff. It's we got some, you know, fun stuff on the horizon. I'm excited to get the, the motorcycle going. I think that's just – it's just a fun video. It's just something a little different and, you know, just kind of – it's something that will be super fun for us to have and ride around with and, and fun <laughs> to shoot, I think. You know, it's yeah. like a, kind of a cool video. And, yeah. Drew, and Drew is in it, which is cool too, have, yep. you know, have our brother in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, everybody. Well, uh, that's it for now. We already kind of went through the whole Patreon and and uh, and Instagram stuff, as well as uh, s- uh, subscribing and watching all of our videos over on YouTube. That's what it all matters. Um, as as crazy as YouTube is right now, we still really love making the videos and want to put them out there for you. So that's how you can the best best repay us is to head over and watch them over there. And for all of you that do, we really appreciate it. Um. That's it. That's it for now, everybody. Thank you guys all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. 
Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.